is 3.30 Sunday afternoon. It is November 6th. I am First Warning Meteorologist Eric Burris, and this is an update, our afternoon coffee talk. We don't usually do this on the weekends, but uh, we're chatting in the afternoon because obviously there is something of note. Let me introduce you to Invest 98. If you've been uh, on weekend mode, this is a storm system that we're going to be monitoring for the next couple of days. This is a storm system that will be developing, we think, and eventually moving our direction. Now, that said, very latest update from the National Hurricane Center has an 80% likelihood that this not only develops, but moves our direction. 80% likelihood it develops, 90% over the next five days' time. So there is a lot of questions in terms of what's ahead for us, where this thing plays out, all of that. And we're going to have full coverage here uh, with this update over the next couple of minutes' time. And I also want to make sure that you have the opportunity to ask questions because, of course, with the tropics, the anxiety level goes up, and it is absolutely my goal to try and calm your nerves just a little bit, to bring down your anxiety. Um, before we get too deep in the weeds here on this, let's just chat a little bit about what it is and what it isn't. It is not a big, nasty, powerful storm system. It's a fairly unorganized thing at this point. Um, it's an organizing system though in that it's a tropical wave trying to kind of coagulate trying to undergo tropical cyclone genesis so how does this play in for central florida first off let's just look at the overall perspective we've seen breezy showers today that's going to continue for us tomorrow but looking ahead to our monday tuesday and wednesday those breezy showers continue but that storm system is working our direction and looking ahead to wednesday and thursday that's where we're looking at potential impacts okay let's do this i've been showing this on um online but i want to share it here as well okay let's just start off with our future cast model and uh, let's look at uh, with the 18z model no the 18z is not in yet let's go to the 12z the 12z is going to be the most recent run this is going to be our future cast model and uh, the future cast does not go out as far as the others but i do want to show you what the future cast model is showing the future cast model is showing a pretty decent looking storm system working toward the Bahamas. This is going to be 6 a.m. on Wednesday. So our, and that's as far out as it goes. Our future cast model is developing this into a hurricane. Okay, I know that everybody wants to notice um, what each model does. Okay, in addition to the hurricane itself, notice the wide swath of tropical storm force winds. Even if this storm system makes landfall well south of us. That envelope of wind is really sizable. And my biggest concern with that is going to be impacts up and down our East Coast beaches, okay? This is not probably going to be a purely tropical scenario. It may be kind of extra tropical, subtropical. In other words, it's not just that center of circulation with the powerful winds and, and driving impacts. It's going to be more of a widespread impact. And given the fact that it would be moving kind of due west, being that we're on the north side or the worst side of it from this angle, I'm concerned with St. Lucie County, with Indian River County, with Brevard County, with Volusia County, and with Flagler County. I'm concerned with the beaches 
because I think that driving wind is really going to play in, okay? So that's our future cast model. Let's look and see what the GFS is doing. Let's pull up raw, and then we'll look at the winds, of course, but let's just look at raw model data. The latest run is this. This is the 12Z run. I'll bring it full screen for you. And yes, I will get to your questions. I'm just going to, let me just kind of get through my spiel and then we can talk. So this is 12Z on Tuesday morning. So we're looking at 7 a.m. Tuesday morning. That, according to this model, is a 996 millibar low, okay? That's, that's going to be a strong tropical storm. All right, 996 millibar low. Just to give you an idea, 994 is about 63 miles an hour. So, you know, we're kind of in that. We're, we're into stronger tropical storm force winds. From there, it starts to deepen. That's a 9, what is that, like a 986 millibar low. Now you're getting to hurricane intensity. And again, this is the GFS. We'll bring it closer. All right, I'm going to arrange it so you won't see the timestamp, but I, I, can, I can at least read it to you, okay? I've got it on my screen. 980 millibar low, 980, just to give you an idea, that's that's a strong category one. And then approaching, what is that, 976, 974, 974 millibars, that's, that's, almost, that's a strong category one storm, okay? Timeline, by the way, that's Thursday, 7 a.m. landfall, so it would be kind of late Wednesday into early Thursday, according to the GFS model, okay, as far as landfall interaction. So that's 7 a.m. Thursday morning. That's 7 p.m. Thursday night. All right, that's 7 a.m. Friday morning. 7 p.m. Friday night. So you're all you're literally looking at a day and a half, two days of impacts. It's not a fast moving system. Yeah, and so that's a look. That's just a look at the um, GFS model. Let's back this off and let's switch over to the European. Now, this is the 12Z European, and I'll do the same thing. Uh, one thing I want you to notice, that's a 999 millibar low. The European, not as strong. It's a, it's a weaker solution. 998 millibar low. 998 millibars. That's 50 miles an hour. I mean, it's a tropical storm, but it's not as intense. That's that's Thursday, 4 a.m. That's Thursday, 4 p.m. Friday, 4 a.m. Friday, 4 p.m. So both the European and the GFS models, almost identical in paths, almost identical in speed. Where we are not lining up, though, is the intensity, right? So let's do this. Okay, let's just look at winds based on the different models. All right, so we're on the European, so we'll just stick with that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the wind gust swath, okay? In other words, the worst winds from the storm system, all right? So according to the European, the weaker scenario in our area... 40 to 50 mile per hour winds, all right? And again, I will take your questions, I swear to you. I'm not ignoring you, but I just I just want to get through the spiel first before we, before we move on. All right, so that's the European. Let's look at the GFS. 
All right, GFS significantly higher with winds, especially along the Treasure Coast. You see that? 74, 81 mile per hour. I mean, let's just look at, let's zoom in to the cities here. Uh, give me a minute. Ba, 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 ba. Stand by. Miami. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you're looking at hurricane force winds. That's Stewart at 74 miles per hour. If we come to the Orlando view, at the bottom of the Orlando view, you know, you're looking at... Now, this is where, obviously, the greatest concern is, right? Because if you follow the GFS's idea, somebody's getting a hurricane. And at least according to this, you're talking this one run... Southern Brevard County, Indian River County, St. Lucie County getting a hurricane. All right. I mean, look at that. That's that's um, that's 81 miles an hour in like Sebastian. That's 85 Vero Beach. That's 89, 85 down in Fort Pierce. And that's 74 down in Stewart. So whereas... Look at Melbourne, 65, 67. Now this is wind gusts. These are peak wind gusts. Okay, that's what we're looking at here. One model run. If we go one model run back just for fun, let's compare. 6Z, still though showing hurricane force winds, but a little further south. If we go back two model runs, obviously that's not good because you're talking 85 to 87 mile per hour winds into Brevard County. Go back three model runs, and it's much weaker. So, you know, we don't love what we're seeing, which is the GFS wanting to put a hurricane, but that's not set in stone yet, right? Um, that's not set in stone yet because the European's not on board. And until you get the GFS and the European really together and on board together, the confidence just isn't quite there. So our concern is certainly there, but our confidence in this forecast is not. Okay, so let's do this. Based on that, I we talk about it this way. I'll tell you when we're discussing things in the news department, we talk about it this way. When we discuss things here on our um, internet broadcasts, we discuss it this way. But um, the storm prep timeline, uh, this is one of my very favorite graphics because this is kind of a action item for us. Okay, the impacts, we're starting to have a medium idea of confidence of what the impacts are going to be like. We think that there's going to be some gusty winds. We think there's going to be some very heavy rainfall. So for today, we're thinking about the possibility of a storm. All right. Tomorrow, if we're still in that mode, what do we need to do to top off our hurricane kits? Do you need any, do you need any water? Do you need any extra food supplies, things like that? Right. All right, so we we do that. Then Tuesday, if we're still in a threat, we need to get those things prepped around the house, right? That would be the patio furniture. That would be the loose articles, all of that. Wednesday, we're basically done with prep in the morning. And then Thursday, Wednesday night into Thursday, that's when a storm would be impacting us, okay? All right, so back to the models. Again, just to show you for winds, current GFS has hurricane force winds in Southern Brevard. Strong tropical storm force winds, though, 
up and down the East Coast communities. Strong tropical storm force winds right through Orlando. That's 4951 in the Orlando metro area. Uh, Sanford at 47, Ocala at 45. These are peak wind gusts, okay? That's the current GFS, but again, it's not set in stone because if we look at the European, it's a significantly different picture showing strong tropical storm force winds in Brevard County's beachside areas, and then inland, it's just kind of some gusty, 40 or so miles per hour, okay? What about rainfall? Let's talk about precipitation totals. European, and I'm just, you know, these are not the pretty graphics, but, uh, you know, in, in situations where we're, tr you know, we're getting into the nerdy stuff when we're really tracking, um, you know, we just kind of, we just kind of, I share uh, with you the raw stuff. And I do this in the mornings on Coffee Talk as well. 8 a.m. We chat about it, okay? All right. So European showing eastern areas, three, two to three inches of rain. Metro area, two to three inches of rain. Out west, like one to two inches of rain. Okay, that's the raw European plot. Raw GFS. All right. Same idea, except a bit more of a like two to three wide spread. So there's going to be some heavy rainfall. Right? There's going to be some, and I'm almost to the point where we can chat questions. Okay? There's going to be some rainfall. All right, I can I can promise you there's going to be some rain. I can promise you there's going to be some wind. I can promise you there's going to be some cloud cover. We've been saying for days and days and days that we're just kind of looking at a, for lack of a better term, we're just looking at a um, raw week. It's not going to be a pretty week for us, okay? That's just where we're at. Uh, if we were to look at ensembles, now what's an ensemble? If you're new here, welcome. Ensemble plots are kind of neat because what it allows us to do, um, let me get this dialed up here. Ensembles allow us to look not only at the model itself, but really dive into what the model's thinking, okay? So what we're looking at here is the raw GFS ensemble. And you see all those little dots? There's 51 versions of the GFS ensemble. So the closer those L's are together, the closer all the flavors of the model are is, and thus the more confident we are in the model's plot. See how they're pretty close together? Yeah. See how they're pretty much close together? That gives us now forward momentum adjusts. So maybe there's some um, question in terms of like storm landfall timing, right? There's all the ensembles. But essentially... The, the low members are, are pretty much in agreement, right? That's the GFS ensemble members. Let's switch over to the European. Also close together, right? So at this point, you know, confidence is growing that we're going to have something of a storm system. So again, the prep timeline. This is, this, this is one of my favorite graphics I've ever made. As the confidence grows, our actionable items. We can always stop. If it looks like it somehow recurves and stays out to sea, cool beans. We can stop. It's easier to start and stop than it is to not start and then you're playing catch up. And for all of us that are dialed into the weather, I do not want us playing catch up. Okay? I want us to be ahead of the storm. Okay? So for today, 
think about the possibility. Now it's almost time for questions. Uh, tomorrow, we would top off those kits. And then Tuesday and Wednesday morning, it's doing what we need to do to the house. Okay? Okay. Questions. Is it hurricane season until November? Oh, uh, Shauna states it is hurricane season <clears throat> until November 30th. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even do this because it, it, it's kind of a moot point, but <clears throat> let's just show the spaghetti plots while we're talking. First run of spaghetti plots are in. Not a big surprise here as to what they're showing, right? Um, not every run has it coming ashore. There are some runs that are kind of keeping it off the shoreline, but the vast majority of the ensembles, the vast majority of the spaghetti models are bringing it toward a Florida impact. Jordan is, a uh, Jordan is asking, are we all going to die eventually? The goal here is not today and not tomorrow. Tamara's asking, any chance it could recurve and miss us? Or is it really just wishful thinking at this point? It certainly can recurve. Some of those ensembles are showing it. The problem, though, is, you know, the problem is if we look at, and this is the most recent run, of course, of each model. If we look at just the, the GFS, you know, the operational GFS, it's not. It's, it's basically bringing it into south, uh, like the Treasure Coast, south of us, up, looping it around, and then kind of moving it on out. If we look at the European product... It's weaker, it's broader, it's kind of an extra tropical low. There's Monday. See that way the wind already picking up though at this broad the thing about it is that the European, because the European is initializing it as kind of this hybrid, so you've got this big wind swell. I mean, that's strong tropical storm force winds already just starting to slam into our coastal areas. And there's the core of the storm coming in around Palm Beach County. And uh, the GFS going in a kind of completely different direction. The GFS saying, nah, it's going to be a tropical system. So, you know, we'll have to see. But either way, you know, either way, look at that. Like you've got Grand Bahama Island, the center of what would be a hurricane, according to the GFS. But look at that swath of wind. Okay, so all the models are really showing this kind of hybrid scenario. I will be very excited in a day or so when our future cast model is able to get more landfall information. But even our future cast model um, is showing it as kind of this extra tropical scenario with this massive wind field. But our future cast model is trying to bomb it out. And I don't love that at all. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things I can promise you I will continue to be sending out. I will be posting all the model data as it comes, making sure to share just as much as I can with you. Okay. All right. So that's where we're at. At the very least, this is going to be a big coastal event, but it could be something more. It could be something more, okay? Uh, please not the weekend, Pat says. Too many events going on. I mean, I, I get it. I don't want, it's, it's going to hit my weekend. My days off are Thursdays and Fridays, and here we are. I don't have control over it. Uh, Brian's asking about intensity forecast. So full disclosure, I haven't gotten a chance that we just got the data in right before coffee talk. So I haven't gotten the chance to dial it into the computer. I can tell you the intensity models are showing tropical storm to hurricane category one. Yeah. They're, they're kind of in that range. I'll get it. I will tweet it out as soon as, as soon as coffee talks over, as soon as we're chatting is over, I will get it out to you. Okay. 
Uh, Linda says, I'm sorry, but never got an answer. Marion County, too early to get into specifics, my friends. Know what we know. Don't share what we don't know. Um, I shared all the model data, which showed a swath of two to three inches of rain around central Florida. Uh, showed winds of 35, 40 miles an hour around central Florida. But now we need to dial in. Is it going to be a tropical storm when it makes landfall? Is it going to be a hurricane when it makes landfall? Um, what is it going to be? That is going to be a big determining factor on what ends up marching our direction, right? So we can't dial into too much just yet, right? Uh, Nadia's asking, could flights be canceled on Thursday? Listen, if we've got a hurricane moving in, yeah, I would imagine that flights could be impacted. Um, I don't love it. Certainly. Uh, one of my colleagues, he's, he's got this trip that he's been planning for, for months and months and months. He's trying to go to Australia. It's like the last thing that he wants to do is run into struggles getting out of Orlando, right? Emily says, thank you for always giving us all the info with no hype. Greatly appreciate these lives so much. Thank you, Emily. Always here. As I've said many, many, many times before, it's one thing to earn your trust. It's another to keep it. And I can promise you that is something I don't take lightly. Um, our entire weather team is working our tails off. Uh, let me also share that Chief Meteorologist Tony Manolfi will be doing a broadcast later this evening at about 8 o'clock, I believe. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to be here for you through the storm, through any storm that impacts us. We're going to be here for you, okay? I just want to make sure you know. Way too early to do county by county. The direction is way too early to tell from the models. The closer it gets, the more info we will have. Exactly, Marie. Exactly. Tommy's asking, will they cancel school in Palm Beach County this week? If it's a hurricane heading in, absolutely. It's too early to make that determination, though. All right? But but I would say if, it's, if there's a hurricane coming, I would imagine Palm Beach County does cancel schools. I would imagine many Florida counties cancel schools if it ends up playing out that it's a hurricane. Kara says, I know we shouldn't panic, but my house still isn't repaired from Ian. Certainly, I understand that. Um, and that's like the biggest worry here, right? Because we aren't put back together. So that's where we'll have to make the determination um, whether or not you have to stay or go or what, you know, but, but at this point, at this point, we're just on like alert mode. We're just like, oh, you know, what's going on here? My biggest, if I'm honest with you, it is my greatest concern that it's November and people don't take it seriously. You know, that's that's my greatest concern because November, we don't get hurricanes in November, except we kind of can, right? So this is an example of that. So my biggest concern is just making sure that the message is out. We can wait a couple of days and make determinations on what ends up happening, but I just want to make sure that our message is out. All right? All right. Uh, might the elections be impacted on Tuesday, Carlos is asking. So the good news is that the the short answer is no. I mean, there's going to be some showers. Let me just redial up the, the model. All right? So this is just the, the GFS, and I'm just going to go to Tuesday evening. That's Tuesday night. Um, the storm system will still be off the shoreline at a safe distance, okay? Michael's asking, what about tornadoes in the storm? We would be on the right front quadrant. So yes, 
Uh, this will be, if it plays out the way the GFS indicates, this will be very similar to Hurricane Francis. Um, and I can recall Francis throwing this feeder. Now, it should hopefully be weaker. But I recall Hurricane Francis throwing this feeder band into Brevard County with rapid-fire rotating storms. Rapid-fire kind of tornadic cells. So that is a concern. Certainly is. Yeah. Ashley says the bands of Ian caused damage. Do we think the winds will cause that type of damage? Exact landfall point will play in big, right? So, I mean, just looking at the at the, at the the spaghetti plots, you know, from Palm Beach County to Brevard County, that's kind of where the models are showing landfall, you know? So at this point, it's, it's a little too early to tell, but uh, at this point, you know, it's definitely going to be a concern. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. That That is a concern for sure. Please go away, Linda says, as long as you're not talking to me. Uh, Ashley says, I live in Port Orange and had wind damage in Ian. Do you think these winds will cause the same? If it were to make landfall in Brevard County, I would say that I have a, a big concern of that. If it makes landfall in Indian River, St. Lucie, or Martin Counties, which is south of us, as a tropical storm or low-end hurricane, then my concern would go down a little bit. But remember, Ian, as it was over us, was not was not but but a low-end hurricane. So, you know, we have to keep that perspective in there, right? A low-end hurricane steadily impacting us. And because this is such a slow-moving system, you're talking about an elongation. You know, Ian was slow. This is slow. Um, and, and slow systems do a lot of damage. And then, as Carrie points out, moon and tides, you're talking an astronomically high tide because of a full moon situation. So coastal flooding is an added concern here, right? All right. TJ says, can you answer my question? Well, I see you saying that, but I don't see your question. So you, it, instead of saying, can you answer my question, just ask your question again, because when I get to you, yeah. Uh, Kara's asking, is there any concern for another 500-year flood? This does not look to be that case at all. The computer models are pretty clear on, and I'll just go back to states, Florida, precipitation total. All right, let's just look at rain totals. All right, this is just the rain. And this is, which model is this? This is the GFS, all right? So this is the more bullish of the models in terms of intensity. And yeah, there's your rainfall totals. You know, we're not looking at 24 inches of rain. Thank God, uh, like we saw in Ian. Though it, it is, ex you know, it, this is an exacerbate kind of situation, right? I mean, yeah, so you can see, according to the model, Five inches of rain, Indian River County, and then for Brevard County, five, four, three, two. You know, so it's like two to five inches of rain is kind of the the idea for right now, according to the GFS. All right, Savannah, do you personally think it will turn into a hurricane? Listen, I think that it's going to be an impactful system, especially for our coastal communities. Um, I, I think it could. Does it have to be a hurricane to be impactful, though? You know? It doesn't. That, that's, that's, the, that's the secret there. 
Wouldn't the storm be similar to Matthew? What trajectory did Matthew take? Matthew went up the shoreline. This is coming in. Totally different synopsis in terms of winds, in terms of storm surge, in terms of um, beach erosion. And we have just had a hurricane move through, causing all of these elements. All right? Cassandra, why are you concerned with Brevard? Well, for one thing, assuming this makes landfall in South Florida, of our counties, Brevard is going to be the most impacted county. And some of the models are hinting that Brevard, I mean, some of the models are hinting that Brevard gets a landfall with this. Not all, but some. So, you know, that's why I'm watching it. Because we don't have landfalls location dialed in just yet. Karina says, so Brevard County will be hit. I don't know who's going to be hit yet. We don't know that yet, Karina. We don't know that yet. We don't know who's going to get hit. All of us are going to get impacts, but we don't know where it's going to make landfall yet. That's not where we're at. Right now, we're at the point where we know there's going to be impacts across the state, but it's just too early. Can you please go further into why you're most... Wow, Cassandra, slow it down, sweetheart. No need to be freaking out, Cassandra. All right. Lisa says, 22 years living here and the anxiety induced as a result of these storms in the unknown may just be too much. Maybe time to relocate. Lisa, don't relocate. These things happen no matter where you are. You go up north, you've got blizzards. You go out to the plains, you've got tornadoes. So let's just take it easy, everybody. Okay? Let's just take it easy. We don't need to freak out. Okay? We don't need to be freaking out. Will our temperature cool off after the storm? It's possible, which that's that's definitely a welcome change. All right, so let's talk about the timeline of this. All right? So today and tomorrow, hold on a second. I need to hit the old refresh button. Give it a second. Today and tomorrow, uh, while that's refreshing, today and tomorrow, the overall idea is that the storm starts to come together. It's starting to feed on the warm waters. Maybe atmospherically, it's getting a little bit of energy. Um, it's getting its act together. Hurricane Hunter's flying in, computer models starting to run. We're starting to see what it is that it will become. That's when we start to get the best data. After that, then looking afterward, Tuesday, Wednesday, forecast starts really coming into focus. We start having a better idea exactly what we're talking about. It is Tuesday and Wednesday, my friends, that we start to look at county-by-county county impacts, okay? Until then, just don't, just don't, just don't worry, okay? Let's get there when we get there. And then Thursday, Friday, the storm's impacting us, the gusty winds, the driving rains, and the biggest concerns are going to be certainly beach erosion, okay? Ah. <sighs> When will we get the impacts? There you go. Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday. All right? But take deep breaths. We do not need to be freaking out. Just take it one step at a time. Destiny says everyone is freaking out already. I, I am going to do my darndest to keep people from freaking out. That is absolutely not what I want to have happen here. All right? 
Doc, my pleasure, buddy. Is there anything out there that can slow it down? You know, atmospherically, sure. But it's, it's, we're just gonna have to watch this over these next couple of days. Shauna says, all we can do is be prepared to the best of our abilities. Don't panic. At least we have a warning with these, unlike Twisters. That's true. 100% that's true. Can you say the impacts on the West Coast? For right now, um, more than likely just some rain and gusty winds. Um, this is definitely going to be more of an East Coast deal. All right. How do we protect from debris not picked up yet? That's a great question, and that's a frustrating one. Um, first off, hope it gets picked up. But second off, bring it inside to the garage. I, that's, yeah, that's a struggle. Yeah. Linda says, LOL, you have the patience of steel. He said the same thing for Ian. Thank you. It's it's what it is, you know? I, I, I will tell you this. I will always do my best to remember that when people are freaking out, it's because they're scared. They're not trying to be schmucks. And there's a big difference, right? Like if you're scared, you don't need me to be a schmuck to you. You need me to calm you down. And that's 100% why I'm here with you, okay? So here's our impacts. You ready? This is the best we got. Depression, storm, or hurricane? We don't know yet. Mid to late next week is the timeline. Beach erosion and flooding. Coastal flooding, biggest concern. Battering wave action. As a matter of fact, let's just look outside. I haven't dialed this up yet. Give me a minute. All right. I mean, you know, just by looking outside, this is our new Smyrna Beach Tower cam. The wave action's rough. There's a lot of cars out there, not a lot of people in the water. They're enjoying the stiff breeze. Okay. Um, that's, that's where we're at. It's already driving in water, you know, and, and as things continue to get picked up more and more and more these next couple of days, the beaches are really going to take a beating. All right. In addition to that, if it hits closer, if it's stronger, then we're, then we're talking about gustier winds and heavier rainfall. We're going to iron that out these next couple of days. All right. We're going to iron it out. We're going to iron it all out. I will tell you, though, just in a coastal flood watch posted. Give me a minute and let me try and get that graphic turned around. If I could spell coastal. Stand by. All right. Just issued. Stand by. Too many posts. Too many posts. Coastal Flood Watch has been issued. Coastal Flood Watch. All right. So, Coastal Flood Watch issued, driving wind, battering wave action. Yeah, that's that's a concern, okay? So, uh, just a heads up. And, and, you know, we're going to be watching these next couple of days as this kind of plays out. So, let's talk about timeline here, okay? So, we talked about, briefly, we talked about this. So, if the storm were to want to make landfall... Tuesday, uh, Thursday morning. Let's just say Wednesday night to give ourselves a little bit of a window here. So if it's Wednesday night, 
tropical storm slash hurricane advisories would go out 48 hours early. So Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Monday night. So Monday night, tomorrow night, do not be shocked if we have some form of tropical advisories posted for Florida's East Coast, okay? Don't be surprised if that plays out. Kristen says it's ENPTSD. I understand. I understand. Uh, a lot of people are asking about if the BSR is talking about it. We're kind of beyond a forecast element. We're just now into storm coverage. We can talk about that all we want afterward. But right now, I'm not talking about long-range stuff because there's something happening in the short range, okay? Loretta says you're the best. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate that. Uh, Michael says, I worry more about the tornadoes in the storm than the storm itself. That I mean, but storms have multi-element, you know, multi faceted elements to it. So we have to watch all of them, right? All right. Let's see. Will they roll Artemis back to the VAB? Based on current wind projections, it does not look like that needs to be the case. I believe it's 80 knots or 79 knots gusting, and I don't think we're going to get there. That's like 90 mile per hour. I, you know, at least for right now, we're not expecting to get there. All right. Yvette says, Eric is our no-hype guy with information to only help all of us be prepared, whatever may come. Been listening to him for five years, and he's only given the truth of what's to come. Trust him. Thank you, Yvette. I appreciate that, my dear. What about Polk County? I don't have counties yet, people. Tuesday and Wednesday is when the forecast fine-tunes. Until then, we're just starting to look at the data. Okay? That's where we're at. We just don't have anything more. What I could tell you is that a system is is going to be a thing. <laughs> it's going to be impacting the Sunshine State. And that's where we're at. I love you too, Chris. Thank you. Uh, does it go through the A-Bear box? It's not It's not really a big concern because it's not organized. And, and no, the A-Bear box is further south. All right. Uh, hurricane Hunters are not in it yet. No. All right. All right. So that's where we're at. Beach erosion and flooding, coastal flooding, a big concern. Coastal flood watches are posted. Gusty winds and heavy rains. And there's the potential. Look, there's the potential. We get a hurricane. All right. So one last time, as the forecast confidence grows, okay, today, just start thinking about it. For tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday, that's when we may need to continue taking action items here. All right. But we're not there yet. All right. We'll get there. We'll know. And at any point, we can shut her down and say we don't need to keep prepping. But at this point, we'll just watch. Patty says, guys, chill. His name is Eric, not God. He's giving us info, and he has to wait and see like us. That's right. I always laugh. I always laugh when people are like, but what's really going to happen? Dude, I don't know. I'm doing the best I can to use science. You know, I don't have the, the magic eight ball here. Is it going to hit us? My sources say yes. I don't know. So we're going to do the best we can. We'll do it together. Okay? Robert's asking, do you think schools will possibly close due to the storm? If it comes in as a hurricane, absolutely. Um, if not, not as much of a concern. But yeah, if, if it comes in as a hurricane, then yes. I'm the keeper. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Lisa says, maybe you should put up a question indicating when people can expect county-by-county county forecast info so you don't keep getting that question. I just feel like if I put any more stuff on this screen, you're going to be like information overloaded. And that's not 
That's not what I want to do. I want to give you information. I don't want to overload you with information. Big difference. Big difference. Uh, do you think cruises will be affected for this Friday out of Canaveral? I mean, if there's a hurricane or a tropical storm in the area, maybe. Maybe. Thank you very much, Anna. I appreciate it. When was the last November hurricane? Is this normal for Florida? We don't get hurricanes very often. Um, as a matter of fact, if this becomes... So, let me go find this graphic. I have to go digging. Hold on a second. This is kind of an interesting little stat. There's Charles doing the doing the neighbor walk. Um, okay. Interesting little statistic. November. Most hurricanes ever in the month of November, three. We've already had two hurricanes in the month of November. So if this becomes a hurricane, there you go. Usually, by the way, the Atlantic Basin has a 0.26 hurricanes each year in the month of November. So this is obviously a little out of character. All right. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, people. That's where we're at. So for now, we watch, we wait. Listen, uh, Chief Meteorologist Tony Minolfi will be by at eight o'clock tonight. He will be talking all about the tropics and the evening updates. I will be posting through the evening and we'll talk much more about this on Coffee Talk this time. Well, we'll have this time as well, but uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., okay? So bring your questions, but do not bring your panic. Do not bring your anxiety. I do not want it. You don't want it. We're going to get through whatever together. We don't need to worry, okay? All right. Be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'll talk to you guys later.